Welcome, and thanks for listening to this inaugural episode of Outstanding in the Field, the U.S. Geological Survey's brand new podcast series produced by the Ecosystems Missionaria. We'll be highlighting our fun, fascinating, sometimes batty fieldwork studying ecosystems across the country. I'm Marissa Lubeck. Today's buzz is all about pollinators, the birds, bees, bats, beetles, and other animals that feed on pollen from plants and help bring about one in three bites of food to our plates. In fact, pollinators increase our nation's crop values by more than $15 billion each year. I like to think of them as uh, ecological glue. They're the things that hold ecosystems together. If you don't have pollination, you don't have plant communities. And without the plant communities, you don't have all the wildlife that rely on them. That's Steve Hilberger, the Wildlife Program Manager for the USGS. He oversees USGS science efforts to better understand the status of valuable pollinators in North America. We're also answering species-specific questions. For example, what's really good habitat for a particular species? Or what's the risk of extinction for a particular species if people are worried that species is declining? One excellent example takes us to the Northern Great Plains and the USGS's sweet work with honeybees. These tiny titans pollinate more than 100 U.S. crops like fruits and nuts. In a single year, one honeybee colony can gather about 40 pounds of pollen and 265 pounds of nectar. But there's a problem. Honeybee populations have been declining dramatically, creating concern about the future of pollination services in the U.S. USGS researchers are looking into the effects of factors like land use change and chemical use on honeybee habitat, to better understand how to conserve bees on the landscape. If you're really trying to promote bees and make sure that you have them, you're going to want to optimize the space that you have. We're working with Department of Agriculture to help understand not just what good bee habitat looks like, but what better bee habitat looks like. We're trying to provide the information that others use and help them build tools to manage their programs better. And it's not just honeybees. North America's 4,000 native bee species Other insects like butterflies, and even mammals such as bats, pollinate the plants that we all need to survive. The relationships between each of these animals, the plants they pollinate, and their habitats makes for a very complicated pollination network. USGS scientists are trying to make sense of it all. The world of pollination is really diverse. Some of our scientists are trying to better understand those relationships of who visits which plant and which plant is visited by which insect. And that allows people to better understand the complexities of things and manage for a particular plant system that they might be interested in. These plant systems are important, and not just because they provide nutritious and delicious food. If you enjoy hiking or camping, or really any activity in the great outdoors, including urban places like city parks, you know there's an intrinsic value to natural plant-dominated landscapes. Those landscapes rely on pollination to exist. When you're looking at some open space, whether it's a prairie or a forest, that's not going to be there if it's not for the pollinators that we have. We're talking about both food that you enjoy or rely on every day and also the natural spaces that give everybody some benefit and make life more enjoyable. This podcast is a product of the U.S. Geological Survey Department of the Interior. Our original artwork is by Jeffrey Kemp, and the music we used is by the USGS's very own Marty Fitzpatrick. A special thanks goes out to the rest of the Outstanding in the Field team, Susanna Swallow, Hannah Hamilton, Sue Kemp, and Catherine Puckett. The teamwork that's gone into launching Outstanding in the Field has been, well, 
outstanding. I'm Marissa Lubeck. Thanks for listening.